are talking Solo, a Star Wars movie. The most divisive Star Wars film in the canon. <laughs> Possibly. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. If you were listening to talk radio, you just heard Elizabeth Tripp, Nourish the Soul. Thank you for joining us if you stuck around. Uh, we talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. I am your host, Michael Dolce. As always, I got my co-host, the Lord of the Radio, and we're hoping our audio issues on the live Facebook stream are fixed. Yeah, don't yell at us. Yeah, don't yell at us. <laughs> well, you can yell. Stop yelling. Yeah, we won't hear you because we got audio issues. <laughs> <laughs> this is, well, we're trying here. And yeah, that's, we're doing it. We're doing that's, it. That's we're key. getting it done. So, uh, so we want to welcome you. So, we, we, you know, we're really zeroing in, we're really focusing on... Solo, it's our solo topic tonight. We've yes. got some other stuff as well to talk to, uh, some, some casting news, uh, both in movies and TV. A certain Walking Dead character who will uh, no longer be around. Because uh, he's a gojillionaire, and he's a... No, he's creative, and he wants to... He wants to yeah, he's also a gojillionaire, but... You know, he's trying to do some th- different things. Eight but, seasons? Uh, nine seasons? Yeah. Almost ten years? Yeah. Yeah, a we'll, top dollar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a gojillionaire. But we'll get into it. We'll get into that. All right. But we start with our main topic, uh, which is the solo movie, which we'll give you our full. I mean, this is a spoiler filled review session. Uh, So, you know, Sam hasn't seen it yet. Uh, Go see film. That's the first thing we got to talk about. Right. There's (laughs) not much to spoil about this movie, except for the end, which we will will talk about. Darth Vader. Um, Birth to uh, to to. uh... Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to give it away. No, no, no. But there is. I mean, with the exception of the, of the cameo at the end of the film, there's not much to spoil here, right? There's no stakes to the movie because we know Lando and we know Han Solo are going to make it out. Uh, in fact, again, spoiler filled. Please, if you if you're gonna, you know, this is not the time. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna spoil, um, you know. We know who makes it out and who doesn't because it's a prequel, right? So there's no there's no surprise to that. The the right. fun the fun of this movie is seeing how it all kind of how it all ties together, kind of comes together. Well, it's the same what happened with the entire prequels, you know, and the Titanic and yeah. um, a, a number of movies where you know they go back to just kind of set things up for you. Sure. And except the only the only time. The only time it kind of worked is Titanic for the technically dynamic. a prequel movie. Well, we know the the, the end result. <laughs> yeah, we are aware of the end result. That's that's the bottom line. Okay. Um, so it's kind of the same dynamic because we know exactly. It's like oh, sure. the boat sinks. So you know, what are, okay, so they're gonna have a good time and then the boat's gonna sink. Um, so you know, theoretically, it's like ah, oh, Han's gonna do this, 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 and then he's gonna meet Luke and Leia, and then he's gonna you know, then he's gonna be a hero, you know. Right. So or Orlando's gonna go get Cloud City. He's gonna have a big you know Cloud City. Sure. And then he's gonna meet Han, and he's gonna lose it all, and then he's gonna end up being a hero, you know. Blah blah blah. So the same thing. It's the same dynamic with the uh, the Titanic. Sure. Um, the only time that dynamic actually worked was Rogue One because they used uh, so many characters you didn't know. You still didn't know. What was going to happen to them? Right. So you knew they were going to get the plans to the Death Star because we know, and we knew the Death Star was going to blow up. But we don't know what's going to happen to these guys. You know, right. these guys could right. sink back into the scenery and be, you know, be on other missions, or they could all get nuked. Which spoiler? <laughs> they did. <laughs> so you know, the, here's the, here's the other thing. Before we even start into this, the 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 there is a there is a possible market. For the 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 aspect that these movies, are, I think mm-hmm. my my personal feeling is that the Disney anthology movies, the the one offs, sure, are more genuine Star Wars than their than their episodes, you know, than their episodes uh, seven and eight, because they managed to really capture the zeitgeist of Star Wars. Yeah, they managed to capture the the scenery and the feel, the look and feel. Sure. And the, and the new ones don't because the new ones just don't know. There's no, um, there's no, there's no mythology behind it. There's no, there's no vision behind it, right? So the first ones, the the, the original pre, uh, the original trilogy, George Lucas is like, I want to, I want to have a used universe. I want everything to look run down. I want everything to look destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I want it to be stuff that we don't have in our world. Right. But it it's all, it's all worn out and used so we could sell the poverty. 
of you know that the rule of the empire is you know has cast the entire galaxy into it's impoverished everyone. Sure, sure. You know, Lucas is farm boy on this rundown farm. It's futuristic. It's ooh, all these things we don't have. But it, it looks like a piece of crap. Right. You know, his car looks like a piece of crap. Right. Even though we never knew what a hover car looked like sure. at the time. So that was a vision. You know, that's one of the visions for the originals, but that was a vision. For the prequels, obviously, the vision was reversed. Everything needs to look new and, you right. know, pristine because mm-hmm. the, everything hasn't fallen into turmoil. The new movies don't know what they want to do because some things look kind of pristine and ni- nice and then some things look uh, beat up. Sure. Going backwards. Well, all right. Let me. You so know, you I, don't even have a look for it. So now the 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 anthology movies, they know they could tap into that original trilogy look. So at least it, aesthetically, yeah, it has the feel, yeah. of the original Star Wars yeah. movies. So even if, even if we, without going any further sure. into them, we have the look and the feel correct. And then all you need is like a bunch of Nazis, you know, in, in space Nazis and a bunch of stormtroopers. Sure. And you've you've pretty much got the overwhelming the you know the 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 uh, the the I don't know the pending doom or right. the you know the 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 preeminent danger of what that that galaxy has. And then you got these heroes, these plucky heroes. Yeah. All you need is some guy who's going to thumb his nose at authority, and you've pretty much got the dynamic. You know, here's a, here's a, uh, you said a whole bunch in there. Yep, um, sorry. So dissecting that is is going to take the rest of the show. Yes, um, that was my plan. I'm actually going to take a nap. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point out something you said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it alone for right now because it does it does, you know, because you know I'll forget it and then I won't. No, be no, able no, to it's not it that. It, it was actually it was an excellent point, um, but it kind of speaks to what we've been talking about with the Disney Star Wars in general. Okay. Um, and instead, I want to start off with you know disturbance in the Force. Uh, Star Wars, a solo story, fails to meet box office expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first, that's the first thing everyone's talking about, right? Yeah. And then there was a second thing that everyone's talking about, and we'll, we'll get into details uh, in a second here. Uh, in a second, literally. Yeah. Everyone keeps the co- big complaint of the movie. Was this film necessary? And I, 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 I kind of I hate that, that thought. I, I despise Cause, that cause thought. Because nothing is yeah. necessary. No movies have ever been necessary, ever. I ever. do. I I do get. Is there a sense of urgency to know this story? Right. You know, did we need to focus on this story? Um, but my argument to that would be that he's one of the most iconic characters in the universe for sure. He's familiar to people, um, and a backstory, while not quote unquote necessary. It still was fun, right? Like, I mean, yeah. did you have fun watching the movie? Yeah, I did. And I, I, I didn't think I would have as much fun. And I've seen it twice already. Oh, look at you yeah, go. Yeah, so, well, I had to, because... Because <laughs> you, you co-host a, a weekly podcast? Well, partially, partially, but also because I've been known throughout most of my friendships as the Star Wars guy. You need to know. Almost every one yeah. of my friends wants to see the next Star Wars movie with me. Sure. And so, so you, so two friends, huh? You got two friends. Yeah, <laughs> you only saw it twice. Yeah, I was well. One time I saw it alone, so I actually <laughs> only have one friend. <laughs> I only have one friend. Yeah, yes. they're very vocal though. I don't know why we had to to bring that. Part. <laughs> um, what did you think? What did you think of I Alden? I don't really want to talk now. In this, in the lead role, as Han I was, Solo, I I was surprised. I, I okay. It wasn't Harrison Ford. Of course, he not. wasn't Harrison Ford. I didn't think he was Harrison Ford. There are other Harrison Ford, young potential Harrison Forders out there who would have almost immediately been like, "Oh man, that's Harrison Ford." Sure, but they didn't. They didn't choose those guys. That said, he's he was a great actor. Yeah, he did. He did great in the role. He was sympathetic. Um, I, I thought I followed he was him. really I was charismatic. Yeah, I was you know, rooting for him. Throughout the entire film, he was extremely charismatic. Yeah, I mean, a little more... He was his own character. I, I, everyone keeps saying that. I don't... You know, the funny thing is... He's, he, did his, he did as good a job with, with um, Solo as Chris Pine does with Kirk. Yes. Because yes. he's not Kirk... Right. He's not Shatner. But he's, he's totally not Shatner, he's but... He's essentially like a rebooted version of Solo. Right? Yes. Not, uh, yes. Not, not talking about continuity-wise, but just in terms of Right. And when you is. look at Chris Pine, you're like, well, it's, okay, that could be Kirk. You know, that could, you could, you could right. get it. You get it. You're like, right. yeah, okay. Right. I mean, Zachary Quinto was easy because he looked like Spock. <laughs> yeah. You know, know, all you had to do was slap some ears on him. 
He, I don't think is he, the look more important than well, the, no, than the I don't because I don't really think he captured uh, Leonard Nimoy. Perfect. Leonard Nimoy had a lot of gravity even even back in in nineteen sixty sixty nine. So, um, I mean, I don't mean even back then. I mean, but I mean, even for for how little, um, how little emphasis and prestige was was given to television shows back then. He had he had movie star gravity right back in night. So, I mean, Leonard Nimoy is going to be hard to to do, which is lo- it was really lucky for Zachary Quinto that he had an aesthetic that you could copy the aesthetic. I mean, the person who nailed the role perfectly was uh, Carl Urban. Yeah. Because he was absolutely Dr. McCoy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I know we're it's slightly off track, but you could look at them and you go, that's not them. Yeah. But that's them. Right. Exactly. Okay, the so, essence of who they were is there. Yes. Right? Yeah. I can, I, can, I can close my eyes and imagine that this was all the crap that Han Solo did just before he met sure. Luke and Leia. Okay? It Let, was... Yeah, it was it was it was fine to me. It wasn't jarring at all, you know. Well, let, let's talk about that, right? And I guess it, it kind of it, it's kind of like it pairs up with the is it necessary kind of thing. My big complaints of the movie, like if I was to give it a letter grade, right? If I was to give it a letter grade, I would say, you know, was there? I feel like they skimmed a lot. Like it, it was kind of like they did. Like they Cliff just Notes version of his yeah, past. and 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 they were kind of like, well, we got to include this, and we got to include this, and we got to include this. And I agree with you one hundred percent. However, the other side of it, yeah, is that if they didn't put those things in there, and they said, let's just go the opposite, because everyone's going to expect them to get the Millennium Falcon, and if they didn't have the Millennium Falcon, well, in no, there, you need that. But that's what I'm saying. I know. So you need that. You need the Millennium Falcon. I know. If you're going to have the Millennium Falcon, you need to have Lando. If yeah. you're going to have Lando. And Chewie and and Han in the Millennium Falcon, you need to have Chewie. Yeah. If you're gonna have Han, <laughs> Chewie, I know, I know. and Lando, then you need to do the Kessel Run. I uh, yeah, I know. So there's know. no way they could have not done that. I know. There's no I know. way it couldn't have been um, done. You know what? Right, without it being like a three-hour movie. Exactly, um, like a Lord of the Rings type movie. I mean, they could they could have done a solo trilogy. They are, and then had him. They, they, they might. Well, now they might. Yeah. They and had him. Get the Millennium Falcon in the next movie, or something, and meet Lando in the next movie. But well, I mean, you need that in this movie. That's I, yeah, what I'm I know, saying. I so, know, so. but you know, but you know what though? There is uh, execution versus versus you know things. So if you need these three things, you know maybe this isn't where you necessarily show where Han came from and go through that. Now that being said, they didn't do a poor job of it. No. It just it just felt like to me it's paint by numbers. Uh, it it really was. It really was. There was a certain I mean, you know, you even have uh, you know, Maeve and uh from Westworld who's in mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. and uh and that Danny you know Newton. funky looking alien dude that was the pilot, yeah, the original which pilot. John Favreau. It was John Oh, it was yeah. John Favreau. I knew it was yeah. someone's voice. Yeah. Really cool. Um you, you could have given them a little more space in the movie. You could have stopped, you know, that, like the, the movie really spanned a lot of times. You talked about some key characters. Mm-hmm. People want to talk about some breakout performances. I'll give you my breakout performance, and it's not exactly who you think when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day.
I'm looking at you, and I couldn't tell you if you're 24 or 38. How old are you? 38. How old is she, Sam? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I, I keep in good shape. How old do you think Assad is? <laughs> 71. Yeah. I'm at the age where the only time I want it twice is before I had it once. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to remind folks, we've got a Sire Kickstarter going on right now. It's on live on uh, Kickstarter Volume 2 Trade Paperback, collects issues 7 through 10. Shameless. Learn about who the Sire is and uh, find out all cool things. It collects issues 7 through 10, plus like a whole bunch of new material. Go to mikebooks.com slash kickstarter. And the mainstream Shameless. number two is in stores now, Shameless. today. Uh, go check it out. Issue one was sold out. Get your hands on issue two. Do some back, you know, back orders and all that fun stuff. Do what we tell you. It's really, really cool stuff. The ways you walk commanded. Interdimensional police force polices alternate realities. Go to mikebooks.com to find out yeah, more. I might read that. All right, we are talking <laughs> solo. I'm your host, Michael Dolce. This is Hassan Godwin. Yeah. Uh, apparently, our audio is fixed. Our video may or may not be. Yeah. But, there's but, always something. There's you know, always something. Uh, and then everybody who listens to us on the podcast like, what are these guys talking about? Like Every week there's a problem. And it never sounds like there's a problem. If you listening. are looking for us on the podcast or you're listening to us on the podcast, go to iTunes.com. Uh, yeah, all that fun stuff. <laughs> go to iTunes and check us out on iTunes. All that fun stuff. Uh, just look up Secrets of the Sire. The Patreon page is getting a, revo- a revamp or reboot on Monday. Um, nice. I'm actually just taking it over, and it's going to be my personal ground for writing tips and writing and art, and you're going to get sneak peek and all this other fun stuff. So uh, check so that out. be patriotic. Out. And, yes. And check out the Patreon. Yes, exactly, because, you know, that's what I want. Because we told you to. Well, you know, I try. I try. <laughs> and Craig Caruso says, we're streaming live and in color. Wow. So Is that's it? a thumbs up. Craig's racist. Yes. Mm, see what I did there? I'm going to call ABC. <laughs> <laughs> So we were, we were talking solo. Uh, this is that. a spoiler-filled... Yeah. <laughs> Not even going there. Is, is this, is this our, come on, come on. Is this our comic? Come on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. No, let's no, not. Don't tweet. Let's not. We'll get into yeah. our we'll get into our Colin, do, we'll get into our Colin do, Kaepernick Roseanne debate yeah. that we were having at the time. Do not tweet. That's the bottom line. Everybody needs to learn. Stop yeah. using Twitter. Well, stop using Twitter to like do anything aside. Promote your. This stuff. is why people always ask me, and you know, well, you never use your your Facebook for anything. I quote movies, and I quote songs. Yeah, because if you got a problem with that, you could take it up with the movie, <laughs> and you can take it up with the singer. It's a good, good way to do <laughs> well, it. That's it. It's not my problem. That's good how you deflect. It. But I keep my site active because I'm always doing uh, updates and posts. That's sure. how it's done. Nobody wants to know what the heck I'm thinking anyway. So we were talking about me. a couple things with Solo. We were talking about... Um, what were we talking about? Bra- we, we, we teased the breakout characters, and yes. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, but we started with the fact that it did not do very well at the box office. It did office. not do well. It did, it, it did... It was projected to do something like... 150 million. 150. And then they, then, they, then they lowered their expectations to, to like 114, 120... And it didn't even reach the lowered expectations. Right. Right? But it had the biggest opening day of, of the Labor Day weekend since 2014. Right. And it it still, was also Ron Howard's personal best. Yeah. And it did $100 million. 105. 105. Excuse me. Okay. So that's better. So, and it, and it a lot of people have um, bad taste in their mouth because of uh, The Last Jedi. Well, the okay, last... wait. That was exactly what I want to get into. Well, Is this Star Wars fatigue? Is this no, anti-Last Jedi? No. No, no Star Wars fatigue. Listen, I don't like Disney at all. Period. Yeah. I don't like Disney Star Wars at all. I, well, that's not true. I don't, I don't like 50% of Disney Star sure. Wars at this point. I don't think they have a vision. I don't think they care about what they're, the, the story they're trying to tell. Whatever you want to say about George Lucas, he cared about the story he was trying to tell. He had a specific story. He's trying to, he's trying to put it together. Right or wrong, executed well, executed wrongly. Whatever. Yeah. But he, was, he had a vision. And the thing that kept Star Wars alive yes. was that vision. <clears throat> I agree. This is the way things work. There's, you know, 
the evil has to be good has to be vigilant because evil is always lurking around. Right. And um your heroes can just as easily be your villains if you don't pay attention to them, you know? If you don't if you sure. don't pay attention to their nurturing, if you don't watch the signs. Right. You know, there's a lot of things. Um the main point of it, which which supposedly he wanted to, he was trying to convey in the first trilogy, but he definitely got it off in the second one, was he was always fascinated by the fact that um, the Romans murdered Julius Caesar mm-hmm. because they thought he was going to take over the empire. And then they handed it to his, own, his nephew. Like maybe five, six years later. Huh. They handed the emperor, they made him the emperor. So they, everything that they killed Caesar to stop they just gave it away. Sure. And his point is democracies get given away. Yes. You know, they don't usually don't get toppled. Right. They don't get overthrown. They get handed away. Right. And so he, he depicted that with the the prequels. Um and then the, 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 the originals is the fallout from it. You have to you have to fight for it back. You want democracy, you want freedom, you have to fight, take it back because uh, fascists fascists are not gonna let it go. Right? Though that's a vision. What the heck are they trying to do? With the new one, what the heck could the vision possibly be? Well, let me tell you right now, and it's great you say that, too, because the big cameo, spoiler, 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 which I have to ask you about because I was a little confused with my timelines, is that the guy behind, you know, the Crimson Dawn and all this other stuff, which actually makes sense, Crimson, ha, 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 is Darth Maul. Yeah. Now, Darth Maul is now not a Darth anymore. He's just Maul. Yes. But I just read an article that Ron Howard pushed for him to be in the movie. Right. Which is awesome. It's like, hey, great. But apparently, he, he, says, it, he says something in, in there that is deeply, deeply disturbing. He says, when we came on board, they didn't exactly know who the guy who was behind all this was going to be. Right. Lawrence and Jonathan Kasdan who wrote the movie, they kind of wanted to be Darth Maul, but they didn't know and they weren't sure. But I pushed for it. Right. So that's, what the, that's like the crux of the clickbait article. Ron Howard pushed to have Darth Maul in the movie. That's fantastic. Right. What I got out of it was Ron Howard was the second director to come on. Mm-hmm. And they and didn't they even didn't, know who the bad guy know. was. Because they don't have film. a vision over there. They don't have any... They just need to hire one tenacious nerd who's, who lives in his mom's basement, has never been on a date, and they need to tell him to put together a timeline for us, and then they need to stick to it. You know? And then here's a... Give us some themes. Give us some good, bad, you know, themes. Give us a... You know, give us some antagonists. Give mm-hmm. us some events, and then we will stick to it. Yeah. But they don't. They, yeah. you know, and the, I mean, look, the Ryan Johnson thing was a debacle. I don't give a, I don't give a well, no, it what absolutely, anybody says. Look, it flopped in China. It absolutely flopped. It, 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 it clearly, it divided the fandom mm-hmm. and it deconstructed the fandom, just like Jeff Gomez, when who was on our show yeah. in uh, episode 104, described it, you know, very articulately. Well done, you had the episode on here. Yeah, look at me go. That's, that's well done. Here's, here's uh, before we even get into Last Jedi, go, let's go back to Darth Maul a second, because Brian Everham just chimed in and he had a comment that actually fits my question for you, right, right? Right. He says, I didn't watch it, but my friends who watched the Clone Wars cartoon series says that, said that explains Darth Maul and how he came to be. But it can't be, no. because the timeline's off. This no. is post, I got chopped in half. Yeah. But he did come back. In the prequels. He, no, he does. He did come back. In, in the, the Clone Wars. In Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars and in Rebels. Okay, so in that, he's all in there. So, yes, okay. that is canon. All right. The fact that he came back is canon. All right, so it's already canon that he yes. came back then. See, so and he actually did have, if you look again, if you watch yeah, it again, yeah. he did have the mechanical legs. Yes. And he had the, the, yes. the other lightsaber that he had, the, okay. the other double-bladed lightsaber. Okay, all right. So, because that was my big thing. I'm sitting there going so like, this is basically, oh, this is really supposedly, cool. then, if you want me to totally nerd out and use please this, do. basically right after he's taken over Mandalore. Yeah. And I think they pushed him out of Mandalore. And so now he started to he started up with the gangs, the, okay. you know, and he's, he's building a, a conglomeration of gangs. This is after uh, Savage Opress was killed, because he had a fight with um, Palpatine. Figured out that that Maul was still alive, and Palpatine came and said, "No, it's not going to work out, buddy." Yeah, and he killed. There were two of them. There was he had a brother named Savage Opress who looked a little like him. Okay, right. And uh, Palpatine came, killed Savage Press, and I think uh, Darth Maul got away. How so did, now he's uh, kind of hiding out from the Empire with these gangs. With the mechanical legs, like how did that? How did he? Did, was he just not dead? When okay, it's very, 
it's not vaguely explained, he but it's not... a lot of force. First of all, supposedly Zabrax, which is the, the race he is, are different, so they oh, could survive okay. being cut in half. Okay. And uh, he was... He f- so it's he... a race thing. Mm. Yes, it's always racial. I understand. It's always racism. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he was on the garbage. He Wasn't he on some kind of garbage world? They... <laughs> Yeah, I forgot how. I don't know the the the, the mechanics of it because I didn't think we were going to be discussing. If that, he gets but... cut in half, yeah, Palpatine's like, "Man, I'll go find myself a new one." Darth Darth Vader gets basically burned to a crisp, no legs. He's like, "I got to save this guy." Well, okay, two things. First of all, he probably <laughs> thought that Darth Maul was dead. <laughs> Because and he could be forgiven for that because he when you see he some, couldn't feel the disturbance in the forest when you there. see someone you know get cut in half you pretty much end up writing them off pretty quick <laughs> it's it's just a thing it's you not know, cold he, can't, he can't rise to the occasion yeah he's, oh, mm, see, see what I did there see yeah. no yeah. no yeah. no no um, was that too below the belt <laughs> oh I'm gonna leave you alone I'm gonna wait it's our wait. breakout character of the night is I'll me wait. I'll wait <laughs> go ahead. I'm not half the man I need to be to have this conversation. Oh, see, it's, you can't help it. How many times? You just can't help it. You just can't help it. All right. All right. Well, we made short work of that. So anyway, um, so <laughs> he could be forgiven. The, wait, and the Anakin, is it, wait isn't, Anakin, it amazing, no. isn't it amazing how much better the show is when it works? No. <laughs> like when, yes. the, when the audio as a, works? As opposed to when it doesn't and work? And the video works? Yeah. <laughs> So we think if you're streaming so, us live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire and listening to us on the podcast. See, I'm all about the podcast, man. And I think the podcast people are wondering what the heck we're talking about all the time. Sam keeps wondering, aren't we're, we all about the radio? <laughs> Everybody's got an agenda. Everyone's got an agenda. Um, but uh, yeah, he could be forgiven for thinking the guy is dead. Yeah. And Anakin was made from mini chlorine, so he's like the, yeah, the Messiah. So true. you're gonna you're that's gonna want to keep him as as intact as Turns possible. Turns out Annie's mom got a little wasted one night, but did not uh, have sex with Darth Maul. That's cold because man. Darth Maul is not no up to the up to the challenge. He's, See what I said there? Yeah, I did that. Who are your breakout characters as Solo? Or who's the breakout character for you? I don't know. You I like I liked Kira. I thought she was good. That's Amelia my breakout Clark character. Is... Everyone keeps talking about Lando, and I love Donald Glover. Donald Glover is my spirit yeah, he animal. He didn't really do anything. I agree. I th- actually thought he got kind of short The only thing that he did was do Lando really well. Yeah. He, I was convinced that was Lando. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> like, Han Solo had to, all right, I'll blink. He's Han. I'll, I'll give it to you. He's I even Han. Love, I even love the, I even love him just pronouncing Han's name yeah. wrong because uh-huh. he does it in Empire. Yes. And it's just like, it's, you know, but, you know, back then you're just like, well, that's Billy D. Williams. And yeah. he's just, he's like, I'm Billy D. Williams. But well, yeah, but even Leia calls him Han a couple of times <laughs> yeah. in, in the, I mean, they never knew exactly how to pronounce it. Yeah. In fact, him correcting him is the first time yeah. Han Solo's ever decided. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Han. Yeah. All right. So um, I didn't even mind how he got his name. No, a lot, of people, pissed, a lot of people are pissed at that. A lot of that. people are pissed at that. Whatever. Why would the Empire do that? It's like, well, why the not? That, he had the one sympathetic uh, Imperial officer. That guy was pretty much rooting for him the whole time. He goes, hey, you want to go in? That's us. I'll put you in. When we come back, because we've got to go to commercial, we just got a great comment from Craig Caruso that throws a little fan theory oh boy. into the mix oh, when these. we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. 
Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I had a ticket bought for me by, oh, an, okay, okay. by an enthusiastic friend. Yeah. Did you know that that friend now asked me to go? So does that mean I don't have a ticket anymore? This is correct. This is correct. I actually passed it on to Sam. So now Sam so is Sam's going, going with your friend. With my friend. To the show. Well, now I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> and none of it's good. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Talk, radio.nyc. We also stream live on Facebook, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all at Secrets of the Sire. If you just uh, do a little quick search, you get that in there. Yeah, it um, ain't hard to find. So I mean, that's a heck of a name. We are talking solo. We're going to talk about a couple of the Easter eggs that they put in there. Uh, but first, actually, wanna, I actually want to I want to acknowledge uh, some some really nice and interesting conjecture going on on the uh, Facebook feed as we are streaming this live. Craig Caruso, in addition to saying he was hoping for better cameos like Jabba or Boba Fett, um, how they mentioned. Did you Bosch, just say Boba Fett? Yeah, Boba Boba, whatever. Boba O'Reilly. Um, he did mention <laughs> you non-fan. Whatever I'm reading here. <laughs> yeah. I am a geek when it comes to Star Wars. I am not a nerd. We have, we have previously defined nerds uh, as someone who has intense knowledge hurtful. about one topic. Oh, Boba Fett. Whatever. It's They're going to get you, man. Han. <laughs> Han. So. That's up for debate. Boba Fett isn't. No, it's not. It's not anymore. Yeah. That's it. It's been decided. It's Han. <laughs> Craig Caruso said some forums are saying Kira, who is all, both of our breakout character, I think. I yeah. think we both really... I thought Amelia Clark played it really well. She's... Can I just I hope my wife's not watching or listening? She's so she beautiful. Is. Isn't she not the most beautiful? Like, she's just perfect, right? She's Take like flowers. Really, really great. It's great. Um, yeah, she's a... Kira is Ray's Very mother. pretty girl. What do you think about that theory? <sighs> yeah, whatever. What do you mean, whatever? I think there's something to... Like, sure, that'd be great. Wouldn't it... W- here's the funny part. Listen to me. There are probably... Here's the thing. I've given up. After know, The Last I Jedi, know, I've I given up on... I, I've given up there on Ray. There are probably executives... I've given up on all that stuff. It, I, at Disney Star Wars. If they were smart, if they were smart, yeah. they would work that in so that well, you would have they to are come. Literally, they're literally watching our podcast. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Uh, yeah. And they're like, yeah. wait a minute. You'd have to be. She could be her mom. Because then they could work in Solo as canon again and yes. they, can make it, they can make it essential viewing. Yeah. Yes. If they were smart, they would do that. But there have been so many red herrings as to who uh, who Kira's, uh, who, excuse me, who Ray's mother is, who yeah. Ray's parents are. Yeah. Like from from uh, it being Jin Erso from Rogue One to it being the uh, the Iden Versio from the from the from the Battlefront game. What if- and there's a, there's a point in the Battlefront game where they suggest it because they actually have Kylo Ren oh, okay. talk about their daughter. Yeah, and you're and everyone's like, we got it. And it turned out no, it wasn't. So wait, wait, it's all forming in my head now. Oh, it is. It's all forming in my head, and it's like it's a throwback to the original trilogy. This is so brilliant. Kylo Ren and and Rey are half brother and sister. That's what they are. And this way, if they do make out, it could be a throwback to the original trilogy when Mark Hamill and Leia. Well, they're half they're half brother and sister, which means that Rey is either uh, Han Solo's daughter has to be or Leia's daughter. No, she can't be Leia's daughter because Leia would remember giving birth to her. I'm saying if if Kira is her mother. And Han Solo is actually the father. They could do it. Actually, they can't do that. They and that, can't and that because it's into, 36 years apart. And that leads into Brian Everham's question, which was, have they ever explained how old Han Solo I is? I believe... In my understanding of the film, the Solo movie should have been at the same time as the Clown Wars. I'm quoting him, Clown Wars. 
Uh, oh, I know it's a typo, but I had to say that. Maybe. Yeah, now, now, Brian Everham, he could, mm. could, could maybe not be. But if Obi-Wan is an old man by A New Hope, should Solo have been... No, because it doesn't take place at the same time as The Clone Wars. Brian, get your timelines correct. This is him nerding out. I like this. It doesn't Go matter. Ahead. That's what the, I'm on the show, and I'm supposed to do this. That's my job. Or I, well, I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I, I, I encourage that because... That I could pull a Stranger Things on you and makes... just stare at you for 10 minutes <laughs> until you start throwing things at me. <laughs> don't do that yeah I, i'm never doing that again that's a creepy look um but it's it's i think this is maybe you can argue maybe five to ten at or parse it seven seven years before sure. uh rogue one so it's not not nearly okay. and rogue one is just before a new hope so it's maybe five seven years before a new hope Okay. It's not. It's not nearly as long as. Uh, okay. And um, I believe I believe that Han Solo is supposed to be like thirty years old during A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So he's either twenty, uh, maybe twenty two. Yeah. Or maybe twenty five at the most yeah. in this in this movie, and I don't think he's that old. What if Ray is just super old and she looks really good for her See, age? That's that'd be great. That'd be anything they do with Ray is fine because I won't be there because <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm done with that stuff. Let's let's go into a couple Easter eggs again. Spoilers, spoilers. If you've been listening all I show, want a which chocolate is bunny, awesome. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Here are the references <laughs> that make the new Star Wars movie feel a little like the old one. The Kessel Run fans had been uh, had to know it was coming, but we finally found out exactly yeah, what you, the fabled Kessel Run is. And they got fans complaining that we didn't need to see the Kessel Run. It's all right. Some things are okay just to imagine. They don't need to be uh, realized in film. Well, you know, there's a, point to to that. there's a point to that <laughs> because sometimes it, it, it's almost like today's society is we're videotaping everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so concerts, I mean, it used to, I used to hear about like, did you hear what happened at that at that concert? Like when the, the lead singer, you know, got up like I have a bootleg of a Pearl Jam show from England in 1991. And it's like this it's like this uh, and the message boards was like this revered thing like Eddie literally you know, just started yelling at a fan because he was jumping on, you know, and he was like, and he was stomping on him, whatever. And you can hear him and he's, he's, he's enraged and it's this thing. And it's like, now you would just get a YouTube video of it. And you'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. Eddie, Eddie overreacted. I don't understand. You know, and then you'd have like the long list of comments. There's too much Commenting about it. Yeah. So it's just, it's so this crazy. Is, this is why, as a sidebar, this is why a lot of people are being treated badly. A lot of like people like George Lucas, George yeah. R. R. Martin or whatever, because they're a scene now, merely. Yeah. As content providers, yeah, and if they don't provide the content that sure. we want to see, you're, you're 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 not worth my time and my energy, and you're an ass for some reason. For some reason, it comes with a with a caveat of of negativity, you know, as opposed to just I don't want to watch that. Yeah, you know, it becomes like how dare they show this to me? Sure, you know, so. It's it's really bad. And it's it's gonna keep going. It's keep, it's gonna keep getting bad. Here's another one that that falls hey. in this in this category a little bit of like. <laughs> What's that? Did we need to? S- well, okay, but you no not, no no not no. Did we need to? Don't see it. don't don't fall for for my negativity. No, 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 no. You're, you're not, calling not, them Easter eggs. I'm not. Well, okay, you're, you're I'm, shining I'm, a, a, a I am light on them. Literally wondering if this is an Easter egg. Okay. Chewbacca's arm rip. Um, Han. Casually mentions in the original Star Wars, yes. Wookiees are known to rip someone's arms out when they yep. get upset. The space smuggler witnesses for the first time in Solo yep. when Chewbacca tears away both of the guards' guards' arms. Which was now, a great scene. I thought it was a great scene. It was a great Just scene because he's like, I, I could have wore that uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it was a great scene. I just Hell, let me. I, I just wonder if that's an Easter egg. No, not really. I feel like it's not. It's right? just a nod. It's yeah. just a nod. I thought Alden and Chewbacca were fantastic. Yeah, and if I thought they 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 gelled yeah. really nicely. Yeah. Um, and because we're not, we don't have um Peter Mayhew doing it. We have we have uh, people who are this this it's other just guy. One guy yeah, yeah, I can't pronounce his name. Who's, so yeah, but I'm he's kind of he's a he's a he's a physical actor. Yeah. So now you got Chewie doing like little gags. He actually looks like Dolph Lundgren, the the real guy yeah, in real oh, life. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But now you, but I mean, as Chewie, oh, maybe it's Dolph Lundgren. You <gasps> you got him doing gags. Yeah. Like like when he was bringing the drink to. Uh, yeah, to, that was really cute. Yeah, and there he was, was like, something Aw. just fun about yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, little 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 things that there was there was a scene when they're in this ca- in this cocktail party. I'm doing this for Sam, our, our engineer and producer, who yes, who did who not did uh, not see the movie. Didn't see it. And uh, this is a good this is a good scene. We're gonna ruin it for you. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> so they're at this party, and Han is wandering one way, and Chewbacca's wandering the other way, and uh, and Han meets up with uh, Kira, who is uh, Amelia Clark, and 
she grabs him, you know, and she takes drinks off a waiter's, uh, you know, plate and gives it to him. And then Chewbacca kind of walks over, sees it, and he just kind of mm, drinks, <laughs> he drinks the other because he had two but, drinks. But I mean, he he genuinely conveyed like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, right yeah, through yeah, his yeah, through yeah. that costume. So yeah. he was really great. I, I I thought the scene where they met, even though people were saying it was unnecessary, even though I personally would have preferred they had known each other lo- before that. Yeah. The scene where they met, I thought it was fine. Like uh, yeah, I, I yeah. was like, no, all right, I'm all right with it. Yeah. You know? But again, it goes back to my original point. It was kind of like the Cliff Notes version. It was kind of like, yes. you know, here's this thing. And it's well, like, if oh, you, I don't. And I, and I really, here's where they meet. You know, I really wish they had uh, done that. Han was supposed to be on Kashyyyk in the in Revenge of the Sith as a 10 year old boy. Uh, there's either there's even um, concept art of him uh, running around. So he and Chewie were were went way back. Uh, and they and I think George was like, man, they're going to yell at me anyway, so I'm <laughs> George, not going to do it. George was like, I need to get the detail on this droid <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's not shiny enough. <laughs> Shinier. Leave Shinier. And his like goiter is like, no. is, like is arguing. That's it, not a maybe goiter. The goiter. He just doesn't have a neck. Maybe the goiter is, that is what not controls a the prequels. <laughs> oh, boy. We need Shinier. See? No, we should worry about you story see? and plot you next week. No. no. You see how he's treating George? Shinier droids. He's treating him like a content provider. Yeah, a well. mere content provider. Well, look. You know what? Whereas I, George Lucas is probably responsible. Bears Hassan, a lot of Hassan. responsibility for what I am a published right now. I am a published writer. Mm-hmm. By that means I'm a professional. By that mm-hmm. means I am the I am a peer of George Lucas and mm-hmm. therefore able to make fun of his neck. Another ga- another thing, gangster from Tatooine. You are suffering from multiple head injuries. Let me ask you another one. And and I think we need to address this. <laughs> Let me ask you another one. This is another supposed Easter egg. Han shot first. Yes. There's a prominent scene in Solo where Han does not hesitate to pull the trigger. I really wish Woody Harrelson's character Beckett uh, would have been, it, as he was dying... You know, there's a way you could discuss these things without actually saying the name so that you could leave something on the table for Sam. Nah, I got nothing. Um, this is punishment, actually, for him not seeing it. Um, <laughs> what do you call... If he was in when he was dying, hmm. said to Han, always shoot first. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say no. Oh. That would have been so bad. That would have been on par with everybody complaining about Solo. No, but it would have been. It would have. It would have been about where like, he got his name from. It would have just been no. So meta. <laughs> One good comment about Han Solo, which I thought was pretty good. There was a, there was some meta moments in it, but there was never. Um, there really wasn't actually. Meta, meta usually means that they're self-reflecting about the movie that they're in or the story. They, not they're breaking the fourth wall necessarily, but I always interpret meta to be like, you know, they realize they're in a chase scene, so that you know, yeah, well, it's or not, they realize yeah, they're in something that, that they, is that not necessarily seen. breaking the fourth wall, but it it is it it's, is it's, a, it's it, reference of itself, right. reference outside. of There was itself. nothing in this movie that was meta, as opposed to like Last really. Jedi, which you had talked about. You know, Last Jedi was all meta. Like yeah. the whole movie was meta. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, the whole message of, of it was like everything that was happening on screen meant nothing because it was it was directed toward a message that we weren't even following. You know, like yeah, that was that, that was above. And it was wasn't even that came out of nowhere because it wasn't set up by anything. No. Exactly. It doesn't have a lead through because it's not going to lead to anything in the next movie. It's just it was just a waste. It's yeah, a, it's a very pretty waste of time. Yeah, but we've said so much about the Last Jedi, and we actually have a a decent Star Wars movie to talk about. Yeah, you know, there's, I mean, it was I enjoyed watching it, um, and I did enjoy it the second time around. Well, you mentioned it with like Rogue One. So. You know, why is Rogue One and this movie alike? We'll talk about that when we get back. Plus, we'll go spinning the racks. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com My vomit streak goes back to the 2010 Super Bowl. You haven't vomited in eight years? I have an iron stomach. My two-year-old son takes after me as well, too. He did the power hour, too, but it was milk. Still didn't vomit. Oh, uh, well, I guess that's settled. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire, talking comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Tonight we're talking solo. So much stuff happened in the commercial break. Now that we've fixed the audio, and you can't hear us during the commercial breaks. Thank God. I, I talked now about we can my talk about unbelievable, the audience again. I, I talked about my unbelievable IP I created when I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. a combination of Bosque. Now you're going to tell them. I am. Now you're going to tell Okay. It's okay. Right. Ba- right. Bosque or Bosch? Bosque. Bosque. The lizard-looking bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And the pig from the, the pig guard, guard from uh, Return of the yes. Jedi, they were space tourists. The three of them Why were them flying in around. Because those were the, they just happened to be the action figures that I happened to have. <laughs> and I, I made all these little adventures, and then obviously I was drawing, because I'm always drawing and things right. like that. Right. And, uh, and I made little cartoon strips, cartoon strips and the, they flew around. Do the jingo. <laughs> uh, I will in a second. They flew around in, uh, again, you're going to have to say this again, it's not Optimus Prime, it's who took over Rodimus for Optimus Prime. Prime when he got killed. Rodimus Prime. Yeah, so it was like the tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. That was their spaceship. The three of them. With the gun in it. The thing with the, yeah. the, the, that opens up to the side. And yeah. The gun in it. And occasionally I would get one of the, the Tusken Raiders would show up in, uh-huh. in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> occasionally. As those like holdovers, like he's, a, he's on layover. Yeah. Right. And they were, <laughs> and they were called Space Tourists. <laughs> That was exactly like that was their theme song. So I was when I was in fifth grade. That was what I did. So um, amazingly, though, you named every single bounty hunter in Empire Strikes Back um, off camera, which is just just it's just impressive. Um, the bumper that everyone heard, we're going to use it by the real name, not the drop. It's it's a bumper. Um, I actually did vomit. I, I just realized this. What? I had a bad stomach virus in 2015. So that, that, that bump bumper is, is a that lie. That bumper is a lie now. It's a lie. Yeah, it's a we'll lie. We'll have to decommission it. It's a three-year <laughs> uh, vomit streak, but I have not vomited from drinking in eight years. All right, well. So, we could We could argue that that caveat was, was uh, predetermined. Yeah. So that we can keep the bumper. So I had this really great Perhaps. segue uh, at the end of last uh, segment. What's the segue? Well, I forgot it. So instead, <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to ask you a quick question here, though, too. Is there Star Wars fatigue? And this is the last topic we'll talk oh, about. This. Did this movie suffer from Star Wars fatigue? Nothing. Or? Nothing suffers from fatigue if it's good. Um, no, that was somebody's argument true. about that, though, and I don't. I don't think that's true. I actually think it's not. It's a combination of a lot of factors. It shouldn't have happened. Now, the Last Jedi was too soon. A lot of hate for it. It comes on the the. the comes on the the cusp of Black Panther and 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 Infinity Wars and and well I and, y- you know who ruined it for Solo besides the Deadpool? schedule makers in at uh, uh, Disney Deadpool Deadpool was supposed to be next month it was supposed to be June 18th that was the release date that was when we were supposed to get Deadpool 2 you had and then you had Infinity War actually move up a little bit because they were smart actually they they realized it they're like wait a minute we can't you know, yeah, we want to dominate that. We want to dominate this, and, and, and you know, they were supposed to be, I guess, like the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were supposed to be like the end of April, the very end of April, or the very beginning of May, and they, they're like, well, let's move it up, and they were really smart about doing that because they realized 
you know, we want this thing to last for four or five weeks as the number one box office. Can't do that if there's now a Deadpool sitting in the right, middle. Right. Now, originally... Which, which will... Even if it doesn't do as well as Infinity, it will have to take There's just so much you, you want to go see a movie now by the time Ant-Man and Wasp comes around in July, because there's nothing else now. No. You know, Deadpool 2 was really stupid to do that. Whoever thought about doing that... It, no, it, they were smart. Mm-hmm. They were smart. They they, they screwed failed. Over, they, they went s- below they expectations over. too. Yeah, they fell below expectations. Yeah, and now and you got Ryan Reynolds talking about he doesn't know there's going to be a third one. Right. Which now is they're doing baloney. an X Force movie. That's what they're um you know that's what they're probably doing. <laughs> no, they're not probably. They are doing an X Force movie with Cable. Domino, I thought we already and got. That. <laughs> but now an official one. Um, have you seen that yet, Sam? Oh God! Oh Jeez. my God! Uh, yeah, My yeah, God, Delaware. what are you doing, working? They have no, they have no theaters in Delaware. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's actually, it's a combination. I think Last Jedi was very divisive. Yes. I think the fact that there was just a Star Wars movie. They even said, like, Last Jedi literally exited theaters two weeks ago. For, for good. For good. For, yeah, all over, worldwide. So, yeah, I mean, at what point do I want to see another Star Wars movie? No, I want a little, like, and this you don't, came and, out and in you December. you don't want to see another Star Wars movie on the cusp of having such a bad experience with the last one. And look, yeah. the, the, the problem with the last one, it wasn't just a bad movie, but then everybody behaved badly about right. it. Right. You know, they came in, they said, oh, you're sexist, you're racist, you know, you this and that, which, you know, I'm talking to some of those guys, I don't think that's <laughs> not so true, but... Also, there is the possibility, I just don't like the way you told that story. Yeah. I just don't like some of the stuff that happens in here. I'm not one of these people who thinks, well, they need to erase that and yeah. redo it. It's, it, it they it's, can't now. It's canon. I know. It's I canon. Know. It, so that's how, that's how Luke dies. That's well, how the, all this stuff happened. Right? That's fine. But don't is, expect me to come running to your next film. It is until they reboot everything and they reboot everything everything. all right if you want to keep talking about solo with us uh go to the facebook page go to facebook.com slash secrets of the sire even if you're listening to us in the podcast go find the video um i comment throughout uh the week when we when we launch it hassan also does too we want to hear what you have to think Uh, but for right now we've got some really really big walking dead news in our spinning the racks segment Bringing you the most fantastical pop culture news out there. We call it Spinning the Racks. Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes to exit after season nine, which is next season. Norman Reedus eyes 20 million plus new deal. Leading man Lincoln will appear in a handful of episodes of the upcoming ninth season of the AMC zombie drama. Uh, the face of The Walking Dead is leaving the franchise, and spoiler alert, he's still around in the comics as the face of Walking Dead. Uh, what are they going to do? They're going to kill him off? You then... think so? I don't think they will. I think they'll leave the possibility open that he's around. Can, all right, let's ask a better question. Can Norman Reedus play the, play the lead? Can he be the lead? Yeah, everybody loves, uh, what's his name? Yeah, but you know what? Everyone loved Joey on Friends until they got, until he became his own show, and then it was all of a sudden. Yeah, but he won't be his own show. He'll still have the ensemble cast. He just, he'll be in, he'll be out front. Not, uh, I mean, you're losing, you've already lost a lot of the original cast. Um, you are, Maggie supposedly is not coming back either. Uh, she's, she's trying to negotiate for a higher contract too, even though she plays a very pivotal role. She's in another pilot too. So it's not as if she's not got another option there too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things going on with this. And, and this is the funny thing about the walking dead versus like say a game of Thrones. Um, and just talking about two of the most popular series, game of Thrones has an end, you know, there's an end date in sight, you know, the, the, the cusp, you know, the way TV was right versus the way TV is now. I think, I think. Networks have to factor in there is an end date for these things, or else it just doesn't work. Comics is one thing. You don't, there's no cast to worry about. You just got to worry about you have an artist, and he turns in the pages on a, on a timely manner. And even that, as, we, as we've known through the years, yeah. not a requisite. No. Right? No. Look, this, is, <clears throat> this won't be a good discussion for me, because I gave up on that show like three years ago. <laughs> I don't care what happens. I don't care if Rick Rhymes explodes. I don't care if he bursts into flames and takes half the cast with him. I think that show should have ended like three years ago. Sure. So, I mean, they'll they'll most likely because look, this is the same as the the, the Ryan Johnson thing. Yeah. The only beat they know how to play is death. Yeah. 
They don't know how to play an emotional beat. They don't know how to drag things out emotionally. They already killed this. They already killed Coral, right? <laughs> okay, in the most pathetic way possible. Um, they kill Glenn really badly, which is basically where I said I'm. I'm never watching another episode. Of Even show though again. I, I mean that's that at least follows the, the pace. That of the follows. Comics. They follows the pace of the comics, but because they're so gimmicky, yeah, they they cheated. They dragged Glenn's it out. Death. They dragged it out. They dragged it yeah, out, yeah. and then they already cheated you, Jen, Glenn's death. Yeah, the, the previous season when everyone thought he was dead, but he yeah. was hiding underneath a dumpster. Yeah, so that's very true. So. F off, all right, <laughs> you 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 clods. That's I'm not I'm not coming back for that. So that's fine. He's not Rick. I was wondering when people were going to just leave the show because they're tired of hitting people in the head with baseball bats. Sure, and, sure. You know. Uh, well, I mean, look, that's what it comes down to. I mean, yeah, I think I so think this is this is something him. that executives are going to have a, to. He made a ton of money off of that. He made yeah, a but ton he's, of money. he's also now. I mean, not look, not that he was doing a lot of like. Yeah, he big was on things. like he was on Strike Back. Like yeah. before that. Well, he was actually in in one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, which I which is is escaping me the title right now. It's the one with Hugh Grant, and. Uh, and Liam Neeson and Andrew. Oh, Lee. Love Actually. That's it. Uh, <laughs> such a great movie. <laughs> yes, he was. He was the one in love with Kira Knightley. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But that was it. Like that's all he got. <laughs> Trivia question for folks out there, because we were debating this. Did the prequels make you and McGregor? Because I would say no, because it's like, well, he had Train Spotting, but that's all he had before the prequels, and then post prequels he had a lot. He had Train Spotting, and he had the movie with. Um Cameron Diaz that he did, but I forget what oh, yeah, I forget yeah, what the yeah. movie was, and I remember that. The only reason I remember that is because someone said, "Oh, that's going to be the new Obi Wan." Oh yeah, and that's it. So I want to squeeze this in real quick before we go. Keeping up with the Kushners uh, with Jared back on top. Kim Kardashian heads to the White House to talk about prison reform. We've basically given up. You don't need any qualifications to do anything in this world anymore, do you? I'm not making a political statement. <laughs> <laughs> Next week it's our 2018. Half year in review. We give our report cards. What's been the biggest? What's been the best? Who gets our awards next week? See you later, guys. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello. This is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network.